Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend and watch an episode of the classic 1990s Sailor Moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so much. And it is the final season. What secrets will be revealed? Who will survive? What will be left of them? I mean, a lot of all of them. Mm, I don't know, Jordan. I think <laughs> I think your time might be coming to an end, my man. Oh, no. I, d- I don't mean it. It's just for the drama. Just for the drama. We gotta get those. Gotta get those ratings. Oh, oh wait. But yes, Hold on. Uh, wait. Is- you meant yeah. of Sailor Business? I thought you meant of Sailor Moon. No, I meant of Sailor Business. Oh, Jesus. Because it's the final season of the Sailor Moon anime. Today is we are watching the first episode of Sailor Stars, a whole new show. It's a whole new that show. Takes place one week after the last episode that we watched. Unclear. Uh, and it's also the final season of Sailor Business. Is that? Wow. Okay. Drama, I guess, right? Drama. Yes. Yeah. It's not the final season of Sailor or, Business. Or. Yeah. Or is it? Anyway, to help this out, we have a all-star roster of guests coming up for this season. I am very excited because we've got uh, old favorites. We've got people that I've been wanting to have on the show for a really long time. Uh, this week's guest is one of the latter Audrey Dubois is here. Audrey, hello, how are you? Hi, I'm fantastic. Uh, you are someone I have been wanting to get on the show for, when did I, do you know when I first emailed you? It was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. It was definitely while I was like in undergrad and I was like, I cannot have the time for this. Yeah, understood. Yeah, I'm free. I'm free from that prison now. And, and now it's just all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I became aware of you over um, the the bad website, Twitter. <laughs> yes. Uh, but but you are one of the good things on uh, the bad website. That's that's the nice thing anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> uh, you have an account. Is it is it still Sailor Moon Subs? Yes. Yeah. At Sailor Moon Sub, it's if you see the the cat puppet with a single rhinestone tear, you're in the right place. Jordan doesn't think he's going to like the cat puppet. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I know that Jordan's going to love the cat puppet. You think so? Absolutely. <laughs> you have to. You absolutely have to. You have no You love choice. cats, Jordan. Right, I, well, yeah, I like real cats. Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's more real than a puppet? Really? Um, although, I mean, I guess to be fair, <laughs> Luna's not a real cat normally. <laughs> no, Luna's <laughs> No more or less real. That's very true. That's true. She's real in my heart. So we'll see if the puppet can can touch that. Can't wait. So, Audrey, uh, what is your history with Sailor Moon? It's a it's a it's a long and storied journey. Um, So, back in like 2014, I um, like my sister was like, "You should watch Sailor Moon," and like you know, Crystal was just coming out, so like. You know, there was a big Sailor, Sailor Moon hype again. So I was like, you know what? I'm finally going to do it. I'm finally going to commit to this 200 episode anime plus three movies. But I was like, 
if I watch it, I can't watch it alone because like, that's just boring. I need like to have other people to experience it with me. I'm going to, you know, torture everybody else with my opinions about <laughs> what's going on. I should start a podcast with Jordan D. White. No, wait, hang on. That's someone else's origin. So, our, 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 we have like this parallel path, right? So I decided to start a Twitter account um, where I just document like what I think about it and like how it's going. And I guess people like it because there's still <laughs> people following Dang. it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like it quite a bit, and I especially like you have a uh, Tumblr as well, yes. where you are often posting very good things. You've done. <laughs> um, people will ask you to uh, give your your top ten like Mamoruchiba outfits, <laughs> your top top ten monsters of the week. Uh, yes. I know that you are also a fan of the sexy lady shoe. I am. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, did like what did you know about Sailor Moon? before you went in like how aware of it were you yeah i was um like a lot of my friends um had watched it on like cartoon network or or something when it was airing but i had never seen it like i was a pbs kid you know so um yeah i i was just aware of it as like a cultural concept like oh cool like girls who fight crime at night in the city and that ended up not being what it was at all it was a lot more ridiculous a lot more like (laughs) (laughs) magical realism than i ever anticipated but i also i'm in too deep now you know i got like so sucked in and it's like it's (laughs) it's it's now like a lifestyle but yeah i didn't know barely anything about it wow (laughs) And, and so you you did like it or was it was there like a slow process of of getting to like it or did it happen yeah, okay. <laughs> more or less immediately it was pretty slow for me like um i was watching season one and i was watching them all pretty quickly you know at least like a couple a week and it just was kind of it was very formulaic at the beginning i was like all right all right i see what's going on and then like it had the the season one finale where all of them die. There's no punches pulled, and they just straight up die. And I was like, oh no, like this has emotional stakes in it now. Like, <laughs> you know? So that was the one that like that like made me like kind of ride or die for Sailor Moon. At first I was just like, I'm just doing it to complete it. But now I'm like, nope, I my heart's inside yeah. it. I can't pull it out. Yeah, I don't I don't know. If you go into Sailor Moon as a person who is going to like it even a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I don't see how you could get through that. The the deaths and crucifixions <laughs> of all the sailors right? doubts and not come away like they don't get crucified. They kind of do. You're <laughs> thinking of Xena. No, Xena gets like for real crucified. The sailor scouts get like put on that yeah. weird tree. They're metaphorically crucified. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's crucifixion imagery. <laughs> For sure. Yep. Uh, so you have now watched, I know, I know you've watched all of the, the anime. Yes. Uh, and you've also watched all of Pretty Guardian, the 2003 yes. live action show. It's, it's my favorite thing on this, this, this green earth. More, it's, you think it's better than the anime? I do. Others mm. may disagree, but I, I love that puppet. It's not just the <laughs> puppet, but... <laughs> Well, it's that has given like I'm I know a little bit about Pretty Guardian. I've watched like a couple episodes here and there, but honestly, a lot of what I know of it comes from uh, from your Tumblr and, and your Twitter. 
And I know that you're a uh, an Usagiyami shipper on that show. Yes, I. Which is not a pairing that I would have <laughs> thought of. I could never have predicted myself, and then suddenly there I was spearheading <laughs> this 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 wow. OTP that nobody ever knew. What, can you explain it to me? <laughs> in, in Pretty Guy and Sailor Moon, I just. Like Ami gets like such a like a character revamp. Oh. Like she's not like just a genius girl. She also has like, you know, this like like major like inferiority complex and she's like, I don't actually wanna be Sailor Mercury, like, you know. So, um like at, at first at the beginning. So I feel like that's what makes her so much more compelling. And then like she needs so much love and then Usagi has so much love to give and I was like, What? They're in love now. <laughs> So, <laughs> so you will, you all will be revealed when you start watching Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. My goodness. Okay. It's <laughs> uh, and, and also, I believe the name Tuxedo Ami. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's definitely like, a, I don't remember when it started, but um, just the idea that like, you know, what if Ami had been a week and does Tuxedo Mask instead of Mamoru? And I really like that idea because it means that Ami gets to run around in a little tuxedo and like throw roses, but also like be a little genius girl. I I, I think it works very much on an aesthetic level for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be a fan. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Well, hopefully yeah. one day we can get to uh, we can get to Pretty Guardian. <laughs> It should. It needs to be available. They need to do a better job yeah. bringing yeah. over like Tokusatsu shows. I don't know why. Definitely, definitely. No, but you've also done. Uh, you've done a lot of the musicals. Yeah, I love the musicals. I'm a huge like Broadway nerd from way back. So just combining that with Sailor Moon is like, oh great, you made this for me specifically. So I appreciate that. So it's true that some of them are good, unlike the one we watched. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I I think um, they all have some redeeming value in them, um, whether that's for hilarity levels or for like genuine, like <laughs> aesthetic levels. It's uh, it varies greatly. Gotcha. Uh, did you get to see the Super Live? I did. Um, I went to go see Super Live in New York. Cool. Yeah, it was amazing. I was so Did you see the, glad. <laughs> the early show or the late show? Um, I saw the matinee. Yep, me too. Uh, really? So we were together. Whoa! We were both there. What? We were just two ships <laughs> that pass in the night, as Barry Manilow would say. No, it was a, it was a, it was a good crowd though. I, the people were excited, yes. including me. <laughs> I absolutely love being surrounded. Like on Twitter, I feel like I'm always like surrounded by people who are very passionate about like Sailor Moon, Magical Girls. But like physically being in that space with so many other Sailor Moon fans was like eye opening. Like this is really like, you know, this is physically like how people feel about it. Yeah, it was. It th- there was a, a feeling in the room. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like this, like energy that like just kept building on itself, like incredible. Uh, as someone who got a Sailor Moon tattoo earlier that day and was sitting next to someone <laughs> no who was in a full Sailor Mars costume, yeah, <laughs> there, was, there was a vibe in the crowd. Oh my gosh! Uh, so, is there anything like you've? I know you're reading the manga now. Yes, I actually just just finished it. Like a few weeks ago oh. so now i have all that that canon in my head too 
Thumbs down, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Yeah. Naoko Takeuchi, who'd she ever beat? <laughs> no. uh, is there anything else? Crystal, I guess. Did you do Crystal? I've seen Crystal, but I never blogged about it because there was so much like drama about it at first. I don't know if you guys all got entrenched in that, but people were like, you know, there was like the everyone who who loves the like the the magical romance the miracle romance versus like everyone who prefers like the slow pace of the original anime and just like there was like so much when it was first coming out so i just like stayed away from it <laughs> oh i have a question about crystal i just realized cuz i remember when crystal was first coming out yeah. there was this thing about how the animation wasn't finished yeah <laughs> so apparently like when they when it yeah when it was airing like you know, they would just send out the rushed version, and then later they would fix it for its like official like DVD release. Did they upgrade the the Hulu versions eventually? I wonder. I don't know about that. I'm gonna have to do some research. That's a good question because I assume we'll watch that and and uh, presumably on Hulu because that's what we have. Yeah. <laughs> final, final season. <laughs> oh right. Nope. It, it all ends. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at, in our spare time. Who will sit upon the Iron Throne? <laughs> oh. I think it's like the moon throne would be, I guess, well, the pudding throne, maybe. Who <laughs> but... will sit upon the pudding throne? <laughs> <laughs> Who will sit under the little blanket table at uh, Hikawa Shrine? I forget what the blanket table is called. I know people are yelling at their phones right now. Yes. <laughs> Kotetsu? Is that, did I get that right? Uh, uh, but yes. Kotatsu, yeah. <laughs> Audrey, who ended up being your favorite scout? Um, it ended up being Sailor Jupiter. Oh. I ended up Good being obsessed with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like immediately like her struggle with like, you know, being 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 feminine versus being a tomboy and like how that impacts her self image. I was like, Oh no, my poor baby. <laughs> like it's like it's so much more nuanced than like usually you just have like, you know, one of the girls is a tomboy and she doesn't think about it. But, like, she's so self-conscious about it. And I was like, wow. And then you watch her grow through all the seasons and become confident in who she is. Oh, what a delight. Well, the question that we always have for people who tell us uh, Jupiter is their favorite is, how tall are you? <laughs> I'm 5'8". Oh, my God. So. One inch taller. You'd be yeah. towering <laughs> over her. Yes. Canonically. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I relate. Wow. <laughs> not the tallest, uh, not the tallest Sinchi. By the way, really? Oh, what? Yeah, uh, Satsuna's five ten. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Is that counting crazy heels she wears? <laughs> I, I don't. You know, I don't know. I'm just going. I'm just going by what I read <laughs> when I do my research. I don't approve of this. That's wild. You you don't approve of Satsuna, who is clearly visually taller than everyone else. <laughs> Being taller than no. everyone else is that what disapproved, I'm rejected. You know, banned. All right, I guess it's banned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, what are the other questions that we ask? What do you What do you think of Chibiusa? <laughs> oh man, you know, I feel like my main emotion towards Chibiusa is pity because oh. I feel like she she turned out the way she was because she had to like live with her mom and her dad who just didn't pay any attention to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like in the in the manga, it, it says like I don't know if you know this, but it says she's literally nine hundred yeah. years old. We've heard. Oh yes. So 
Like we had that discussion. I <laughs> I cannot believe like she like in that in that canon at least she's experienced like more than like 30 people's lifetimes by herself I, I, and you know like, <laughs> I mean I look forward to eventually reading that part because yeah. I don't know if that will make me hate her more or like her okay <laughs> yeah if you don't know this Jordan hates chibi yeah <laughs> oh, I, I really do I'm sure that last season was a treat then oh, it was the worst <laughs> I, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but I was watching this episode today mm. and being like, oh, Jordan's going to be happy. She's going back to the future. And then we all got yeah, sore. I, I yep, have a yep, big yep, yay yep. in my notes and I have a big no in my notes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bye, Chibi Uh What do you think of the miracle romance between uh, Usagi and Memoru? That's a great question. Um, I've heard <laughs> I personally put it on the back burner because to me, Sailor Moon is very much about like the power of female friendship. So it's like her and the inner senshi and like the power that they draw from that. Cause like, you know, that's always what saves the day in the mm-hmm. end. Miracle romance. I'm like, you know, honestly, for me, you could take it out of the story and it wouldn't change anything. <laughs> that might be a bold claim to make, <laughs> but I'm very take it or leave it. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. I, I mean, there's you know subtle things that would change, but no, the large bulk of it would be <laughs> pretty similar. Every now and then, like Tuxedo Mask appears like in an episode, and I'm like, I forgot about you. But they don't even have to be in a romance for him to just show up, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's just a helpful neighbor fellow who wants to do his part in the community. I mean, again, it would change. The thing it would change for me is that I love the the Silver Crystal episode where they all reveal themselves to each other. But yeah, what do they say in that episode? <laughs> well, she finds out that he's tuxedo mask, you see, and then mm, okay. uh, reacts like this. Keep that. Keep that in mind for a few oh, minutes. Oh, for a few minutes from now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't worry. Don't worry. I got some. I, I got something okay. queued up. And then, uh, well, so so apparently you you love uh, Usagi Ami, uh, but yeah. one of our typical questions is, what do you think of the pairing of Usagi? I'm sorry, let's try that again. <laughs> of Ami and uh, Makoto, <laughs> especially in the '90s anime, it works for me mostly because of that episode where Ami asks Makoto to dance when no one else will dance. Yeah. With <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, wow. That does seem like the main place. Although, again, it, <laughs> when we watched that episode, that it blew my mind because I, again, I had seen it before, but I for, I'd forgotten. It blew my mind because that part was really good, and the rest of the episode is fucking bananas. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Let's sit outside for twelve hours. <laughs> it's insane. The Amazon trio arc. Yeah, the cl- the clues are there if you want to put them together. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all there. Yeah. Uh, do we have any uh, any other standard questions, Jordan? Am I forgetting anything? That's them. I think that's it. All right. Well, then uh, I think we should go on and get into the episode. What do you think? We gotta. There's so much. All right. We are going to be watching episode 167 of Sailor Moon, episode one 
of Sailor Stars. There has been a title change. There's been a theme song change that we'll be talking about in a minute, I'm I'm sure. Uh, and this episode is called uh, The Flower of Nightmares Scatters, The Queen of Darkness Returns. <laughs> it was written by Ryota Yamaguchi. It was directed by Tokuya Igarashi. And the animation director was Katsumi Tamagai. It originally aired on March 9th, 1996. And... People might be this, like we said, it's episode one of of Sailor Stars. This might be your first episode of uh, Sailor Moon or of Sailor that's Business. That's a mistake. And obviously, our advice to you is stop what you're doing, <laughs> go back to the beginning. That's a dumb thing to do. Don't start with season five. Come on, it's season, a trick. Season five slash season one. It's a trick. Jordan. It's a trick. It's not really season it's absolutely one. Absolutely a trick. But just in case it is, <sighs> Jordan, can I take like 10 seconds? Does it have to be a full 10? Like, that's so much. It's, I have a lot of ground to cover, but can I, can I just get like 10 seconds? <sighs> just a quick 10? 10 seconds. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is to catch everybody up. By popular demand, it's the return of my recaps of Sailor Moon. Our heroine... Zusagi's Kino. She's a cancer. Her blood type is O, and her birthday is June 30th. She's 15 years old and enjoys eating, sleeping, and taking the easy way out, and attends Juban High School with her best friends, Ami Mizuno, the kind-hearted girl genius, I mean, Mikoto Kino, the powerful girl in love, and Minako Aino, from, for whom the thirst is very real. I mean, that's a little bit of a spoiler, but all right. Her other best friend is Rei Hino, the hot-headed psychic, but she attends a different school, the prestigious TA Academy. Secretly, the five girls are also Sailor Moon, Sailor Mercury, Sailor Jupiter, Sailor Venus, and Sailor Mars, respectively, the guardians of love and justice known as the Sailor Sinji. They are also the reincarnations of five space princesses from a moon kingdom from the distant past called Silver Millennium, and Usagi is also the reincarnation of the moon pudding, Princess Serenity, who will eventually become the god queen of the universe, Neo Queen Serenity, despite never learning how to write properly. They are aided in their fight by the mysterious Tuxedo Mask. The reason they were reincarnated is that their souls were sent to Earth by the previous Queen Serenity, Usagi's space mother, when Silver Millennium was attacked by the Dark Kingdom, led by the evil Queen Beryl, whose lust for power was only matched by her lust for Endymion, the Prince of Earth. He was also reincarnated in the President's memory, Chiba, whose interests include horticulture, collecting buckwild outfits, and having dead parents. After awakening to their true identities, the Sailor Century battled against Queen Beryl, her henchman, the Four Kings of Heaven, and the secret double queen, Metalia. And Usagi made a shocking discovery that Mamoru Chiba was actually... He is Tuxedo Mask. I don't believe it. <laughs> I mean, that's not when it happened, but all right. After that, they briefly dealt with two incestuous alien plant teens named okay, Ale and wait. Anne. Then a pink-haired little girl who was also named Usagi's Kino dropped out of the sky and Get pulled close. a gun. This is Chibiusa, who turned out to be Usagi Memory's daughter from the future, who came back to the present day for reasons that genuinely escaped That's me seven seconds. Time. She was pursued through time by Prince Demand and his henchmen in the Black Moon Clan, Rubius, the Spectre Sisters, and Wise Man, who turned out to be an evil entity called Death Phantom. Having saved Chibiusa, they sent her back to the future and got caught up in a battle against horny creep Professor Tomoe and his team of sexy grad students who used an easy oven to turn common household items into sexy lady monsters who stole people's hearts in an effort to awaken Mistress Nine, who was possessing his daughter Hotaru. They also met a pair of previously unknown Sailor Century, Michiru Kayo and Haruka Tenno, the American cousins and Japanese lesbians, also known as Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune, who answered the call from a new era to fight with brilliance and elegance, respectively. They were willing to kill people in order to prevent the end of the world caused by the silence, which turned out to be Hotaru, who turned out to be Mistress Nine, which turned out to be... Actually, Pharaoh 90, who was possessing Hotaru's dad and turning him into a sex creep. Fortunately, the Outer Senshi didn't need to kill anyone because Sailor Moon tapped into cosmic power and turned Hotaru into a baby. 
With that, the Outer Senshi left, leaving the Inner Senshi to battle against a new threat, Madame Zirconia in the Dead Moon Circus. Zirconia wanted to steal people's dreams to resurrect her boss, another secret second queen named Nehalenia, a task that she left to three people who used to be animals who also wanted to have sex with all of their targets. They were later replaced by four little girls in bikinis. This season sucked. <laughs> While Zirconia and her regiment were defeated, Queen Nehalenia remained, and the sailors and she all got into high school. Wait, wait. And just so you know who we are, my name is Chris Sims, and I'm a writer who also does a million podcasts. I make jokes about pro wrestling at D&D and insist that... It- Ami and Makoto are a couple called Hashtag Cookbook. My co-host is Jordan White, an editor at Marvel Comics who doesn't think crystals are real and has a mid-90s website about how much he hated Tibiusa. We are both straight dudes and no one should care what we think about this show, so our guest is always a woman, and for 166 episodes plus specials, they have all been fantastic, and that's where we stand at the start of Sailor Stars. Uh, that, okay, you, you, you didn't give us enough information there. <laughs> I, I only had 10 seconds, George. You left out, but you left out some vital stuff. What did I leave out? What's the you know, deal? You, you, you write it next time, then. I, I mean, it's just 10 seconds. How long is it going to take? You left out the <laughs> Unbelievable. deal about what, what's the deal with Nehalenia? You mentioned her, but like... I was saying this to Audrey uh, before we started recording. I don't remember the deal with Nehalenia. <laughs> Honestly, it has not been that long since we finished Supers, and I was just fucking ready to go. Okay, well, the deal basically, the quickie, quick, quick version is that they like trapped her in some mirror dimension again. That's where she was, and then she got out, and then they re trapped her somehow. And she is Zirconia? No. Yes. Mm, Maybe. At first, no, and then maybe yes, and then I'm I'm gonna say I like it as yes. See, you don't know what's going on in this season either. I don't think anybody does. (laughs) Hey, writers. Good news. There's no horse anymore. There is no horse. We have been we have been assured that we are horse free from now on, which I'm excited about. You have to tell us if he comes back because I need to be prepared. So you want to know about which episode he comes back in. Yeah, I want to know. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. If he does come back, the episode will be called Pegasus Returns. (laughs) Good point. That's how the show works. That's how the show works. Speaking of titles, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, we mm -hmm. are past the Deke and Cloverway dubs. It's It's truly the end of an era. It's true. Which means we are going to give these episodes their American titles. Uh. And Audrey, as our guest, would you like to go first with a suggested American title for this episode? Sure. So from what I've gathered, the Deke titles are always either based heavily on alliteration or just straight up puns. So um, this one, I decided maybe call it Helicopter Mom because (laughs) Sailor Pluto blew up in a helicopter, but now she's a mom. Oh, Uh, that's pretty great. (laughs) Uh, Jordan. Mm. Oh man, uh, I'm trying to come up with something to do with glass, but I'm not getting there. You've yet. had like three weeks. Yeah, I, but I and I, you had I an additional ten seconds because I did the recap. That's true. All that, all of this is true. Broken-hearted baddie. Oh, that's terrible. Oof. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it is terrible. But it's it's exactly the kind of terrible that <laughs> that we were expecting from this show. So don't feel too bad. How about you? Uh, I was going to call it Hello High School. But we didn't even see them get to high school. But they have their new uniforms and they talk about it. They do. Love it. Which, Love by it. the way, not a fan. What? Don't, you don't I like don't the, care uniforms? For the new uniforms? No. Why? Uh, I don't 
care for the new uniforms, probably because I'm just used to the other ones. But I also don't like that four of the five Sinchi now have matching <laughs> uniforms. Because e- either either they need to be mostly different like they used to be, or one of them can't have a different outfit. Sure, that's fair. Because then it's just, then Raid just looks weird. Well, she is. I mean, yeah, she is. But she goes to that prestigious TA Academy, Jordan. But but listen, before we get to their high school uniforms, there's something far more important to talk about. Okay, by all means. The bitchin'-ass song that's, that starts this episode. Yes! yes. Listen, I obviously, I love the Sailor Moon theme song. Obviously. It's great. It's the Sailor Moon theme song. Everyone loves it. The Sailor Stars theme song rules. Like, the, the idea, if someone came to me, and I, this probably did happen. If someone came to me and said, "Hey, you know, the last season of Sailor Moon has a different theme song," I'd be like, "What? That's a that's a terrible idea. Why would they do? It's the Sailor Moon theme song. This theme song rules. It's great. It's great." Uh, I want this song played at my funeral <laughs> when I die. It's such a bop. Maybe I just was in a bad mood this morning, but a uh, hard disagree. Oh no! It'll grow on you. You're gonna hear it like forty times, <laughs> as long true. as you don't skip it, and it you will start singing along, and you'll yeah, be like, "I'm gonna be hearing it for the next year of my life." You know how you know how uh, you used to be like Mirakuriro Mansu. You know how you do that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be going along, <laughs> Sailor Wings, <laughs> Sailor Stars. That's gonna be you. Uh, you no, know, I've got it in like six months. I've got it. You've got it already? Is, is, is this it? Yeah, this That's is the it. one. I don't know. Like, I think maybe I have too much current attachment to Moonlight Densetsu. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> that drum, the drum kicks in. It's so good. It, I don't know. It, it, it didn't grab me. I am willing to believe that it will grow on me. So far, they my will. power rankings are uh, strong number one, Moon Pride. <laughs> true, what? True. Moon Pride A plus number one song. It's a really good song. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to deny that, but. Oh, uh, and tough. then number two, Moonlight Densetsu. And then, and then this one, which, you know. <laughs> I don't want to ever rank them. They're all. No, my, I can't. They're all my favorite, like your Sailor Scout Inner Senshi. They're all good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But now let's talk about the sequence, too, because it's a great sequence. Uh, so, uh, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. It's got it's got uh, some fun bits where you get to see the scouts uh, in, like, a split-screen situation where they're, like, in their civilian identities and in their senshi uh, identities um, doing bits where Sailor Moon is pigging out, as always. I, you know I love bits. <laughs> Ami is studying, except guess what? She's hiding ice cream behind her math book. What? That's very <laughs> out of character. <laughs> it, it, it is a little bit, but I think I think it symbolizes how they're all growing on each other because they all have like little weirdnesses to their thing. So like, because Ray is shopping, I guess that's that's very Ray. Makoto is dressed in a uh, uh, what do you call it? A um, the ceremonial garb. Uh, you're not going to help me out here. <laughs> I, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> Are you not watching it? You usually watch. I'm watching it. it right now. Yeah, that thing. That's is that a yukata? Yukata. Yes, know. that is what. That sounds right. Um, it is yeah. not a kimono, which we have called it before. <laughs> um, Mina is cooking. Oddly, it's 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 nice. It's nice stuff. 
and then there's crazy <laughs> monsters. It's a, it's just a great Sailor Moon opening, man. It's great. I do like that they're all goofing around. Yeah. In the yeah. opening. Because I, I, the opening sequences have never been like the strongest part of Sailor Moon. And sometimes it's just they're like, you know, determined walking. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's far less of that in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, it's fine. I like, I like the determined walking, but, you know, we could we could do more. Yeah. And this one, um, I think that like they they do such a good job of establishing each character in like one second of screen time. Like, you know, you have Ami like with studying, but then she also has ice cream. So she's like fun on the inside now. And then like, you know, Ray, who's like, d- like she's doing her shopping, but then she falls because like she's imperfect. So like it's it, like shows like all these like co- character nuances and contradictions like really fast and like yeah. props to them. It, it's also nice that uh, Makoto gets to be like in like the the most like ultra feminine yeah uh, yeah i love my girl do you get to see from makoto too often um you know uh, to explain the ami thing chris uh, she's Mm -hmm. in high school now so she gets to like take a breather for a second that's right she she's she's finished her her high school entrance exams i mean she's so good at, at at everything that she's like i don't have to try that hard to like ace everything i can have an ice cream she is a kind-hearted girl genius, and her IQ is three hundred. So. <laughs> and she and she follows the protocols of, of RoboCop, and she does follow RoboCop's <laughs> protocols for most people. So, so we know she's good. Yeah, just like RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a baby in a park. Uh, I, it's, I think it's the baby's yard. And I did you immediately know who this was? No, I did not, because I kind of forgot uh, that this happened, because it's bonkers. Yeah, this is uh, this is Sailor uh, uh, Saturn, reduced to a baby. I immediately went, is that Hotaru? Um, uh, here's a fun coincidence. When I typed Hotaru into my iPhone, it tried to autocorrect it to horsey. <laughs> no, we're done. I we're know done that, that yeah. is what I said, and but that's her dub name. <laughs> what is Hotaru's dub name, Jordan? I think it's Hotaru, actually. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it might be too, because we we had to look. I up, think that's the one they left that way. Yeah. We had to look up Satsunas. <laughs> she alone was spared, which was what Trisha, Trista, <laughs> Trista. That's right. So we cut from the baby to a an image of Sailor Moon with wings. Um, Oh, yeah. Another thing you left out of your recap. Sailor Moon can grow wings now. I don't think that's... <laughs> Jesus. Well, <laughs> here's the next episode, and she's got I'm wings. I'm trying so. to get through it as quick as I can. It's a complicated here's show. The thing about, here's the thing about these wings that she's got. They appear to be connected to, like, her lower back. Yeah, they're, they're lumbar wings. <laughs> that's right. not right. That is not... <laughs> How wings are supposed to attach to humans. Really? How, how do wings attach to people, George? Yeah. Well, as the X-Men editor, I know that they're up at the shoulder blades. Okay, yeah, fair. Wouldn't that be like kind of like having four arms? Because like in birds yeah. and bats, like those are just the fingers. Right, absolutely. So it's just like having just a little extra, a little extra set of arms that are from a different species. It's very fun. We've seen Hotaru as a baby. Which means we see uh, Tomoe, and let me tell you, uh, <laughs> Daddy. Yeah. What's up? He took those glasses off. 
He took his glasses off and stopped like manufacturing sexy lady robots. That wasn't his idea. And now he yeah, looks like a human he... being again. He was being brainwashed. Yeah, he was a secret pharaoh. Maybe. <laughs> again, I'm secret so unclear on how the ends of all these seasons work, because I'm so tired by the time we get there. So so then, uh, so he picks up his baby. He's like, what's going on, baby? And then all of a sudden, a mysterious woman shows up and says, give me your baby. <laughs> and he's like, cool. Will do. Apparently, apparently, yeah. <laughs> spoiler warning: I watched about two episodes ahead just so I would have a little bit of context oh, for the start of the season. Cheater. We don't see this dude again. We do see Hotaru with her new family. <laughs> yep. Yep. The, we don't even see him giving her the baby. <laughs> it just cuts right to the the opening title. Later in the episode, she says, "I borrowed this baby." I borrowed this. Baby. Mm. <laughs> do you think he's dead? Think do you think they she call killed it him? Borrowing the baby. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure about that terminology. You think she killed him? I don't think she didn't kill him. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm saying, like, she does control a lot of like space and time, so like she has a lot of like options for like you know like getting rid of. People. She could just pause him and bring the baby back when she's done. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Out, out in the yard. <laughs> Just, just put him on pause out in the yard. <laughs> in his pastoral, like, German-inspired home. That's so funny. Honestly, probably what he deserves. Wow. It wasn't <laughs> him, so it was Pharaoh 90. Come on! Um, what's even funny about this is that, like, I had forgotten, but Sailor Pluto was, like, extremely dead before this point. Well... Like, she was unambiguously killed off, right? Let's let's talk about that when we get to the her her, her next scene, because... All right. I want. I do want to talk about the reactions to her. But yeah, let's wait for that. So, uh, so we cut to after the titles. We cut to uh, Usagi, who, as you said, is now in high school. She's in her new high school uniform with all her friends, mm-hmm. and they're just hanging out. They finally got a uniform that will fit Makoto. Well, she finally got old enough that that girls are meant to be that size. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> their sizes have not changed. Uh, yes, but they they're in a school they're older okay fair fair so uh so they're all really psyched they're 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 all really thrilled um mina is excited because she can be in the same school with usagi and they can uh they can take makeup exams together when they when they fail everything (laughs) Uh, i thought that was extremely good see like i uh, we have had we had such a complaint about mina in the first season because they clearly had no idea what to do with her and (laughs) Over, like, maybe the best thing about Supers, which was a bad season, was that they actually did, like, a lot of really good Mina character development, where she has a personality now, and her personality is Usagi, but more. <laughs> which I really like. Yeah, but but that started that started in season S. S? Yeah, I know, but, like, it, it, it continued. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, don't I mean, don't forget the awesome uh, Mina versus. Oh my god, I just forgot her wonderful name. Mimet, Mina versus Mimet, uh, competition, uh, yes, the, talent competition, the amazing episode <laughs> featuring the best character on Sailor Moon, Mimet. <laughs> She's wonderful. Are you making fun of? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. No, I love Mimet. Okay, all right, you better. I, I love the, the witches of various descending numbers. 
I love a few of them. (laughs) (laughs) A couple barely exist. But anyway. Are we ever going to get villains that good? Villains villains as good as Esmerod. Are we ever going to get them again? Keep oh, keep yes. keep keep reading, true believer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, Audrey, favorite villains, by the way, since not including so season five. <laughs> <laughs> not including season five. Oh man! Oh, definitely the the Doomtree aliens. <laughs> From what? <laughs> Are you just... serious? Yes, I'm going to defend them with my life. <laughs> they just want to be normal teens. Yes. You know, they're also the the only ones whose main motive was just, like, survival. And I feel like they actually, like, learned something at the end. Yeah. I thought that was lit. That was cool. I am genuinely upset that the Spectre sisters never came back. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Alan and Anne are great in theory. And at, <laughs> they're kind of like... They're kind of like they're kind of like the Star Wars prequels to me, which is in that the longer I go without watching them, the more I make them into something great in my mind. <laughs> and then if I actually watch them, I go, oh yeah. I loved it because it was it was like watching like a sitcom, like a high school sitcom, like Saved by the Bell, except yeah. just with aliens for no reason. It's great. The episodes where they're just, uh, as we call them in the show, shitty space teens. <laughs> they're they're very good. Uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> there are not as many of those as you remember. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but and I because lo- I also I lo- I do love how messed up their setup is because they're space lovers who come here and pretend to be siblings <laughs> and then try really hard to cheat on each other. Because they are right. for real siblings, though. No, they're not. They're not. They are. Mm, absolutely. No, they're like we're all children you of Earth. You keep saying it, and no, they are li- they are literal children of the Doom Tree, and there are two of them. They are not literal children of the Doom Tree. He did not have t- tree babies. You don't know that, actually, Jordan. I believe it. Anyway, um, why, wait, why are we, why, how did we get, <laughs> I, I asked, uh, okay, what are your favorite villains? Right, <laughs> right, right. Jordan, favorite villain uh, outside of the season? Oh, gosh. I mean, that is really tough. I, I, honestly, Mimet is pretty great. Yeah, uh, they all great. have their moments. Oh, and they, but then yeah. I also love Jedi. I really do. Jedi is also very good. He's oh. very charming right off the bat. He, he has a lot of business plans. He's just a, a, an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, that's a, that's really tough. You know, it'd be fun to make like a super villain team up of like one villain from each yeah. season. Ooh, that would be a good. Uh, that would be a good chibi sode. We should yeah. do that. Okay, okay. And then and then people should do fan art of it because I want to see more. <laughs> <of it>. Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, so let's go back to the show. The girls are uh, talking about how hard the exams are, and then uh, out comes the dirty secret. Which I think we might have might have been mentioned on the show once before on on uh, Sailor Business once before, but the dirty secret that Ray didn't actually have to study with them. <laughs> no, nope. Ray, Ray didn't have to take the entrance exams. She had an automatic admission to the same school. Yeah, because TA Academy is like K through twelve. So the whole time that they were going over her house and going, "Oh, this is so hard," she was like, "Yeah, real hard." Yeah. Super difficult. I look. 
I actually, that made me like Ray a little more because she is in solidarity. You think you think that she did it in solidarity, or do you think she just liked hanging out with her friends and was like, I'm not gonna mention to them that I don't actually have to work? Eh, six of one. <laughs> solidarity takes many forms, Jordan. Right. Uh, so then they get excited about what it means that they're all all older. And I was very weirded out that Makoto's excited because now she can get a job. And I was like, what? What? Well, Who's she excited? lives alone. And is I orphan. guess that's true. How does she live? Does she have like a state allowance or something? I I mean, I don't know. Or does she have that dead parent money like Memora does? <laughs> Probably got that dead parent money. She can't. She doesn't have that much though. We've never seen her to be like rich. Well, she's she's a, not an ostentatious spender like some people. <laughs> all of their t-shirts and rose gardens, sports cars. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got a car and a motorcycle. <laughs> That's at least uh, at least one of each. Need all that. So, uh, so she's excited about that, and then uh, Yusagi's excited that at age sixteen they can get married. <laughs> um. Okay. On the one hand, that is wild. <laughs> on the other hand yeah. she does literally already know who she is going to be married to for the next 900 years yes like we're currently just wasting time why delay the inevitable so you're on the, the side of their relationship now all of a sudden uh, look i am the, the show is on the side of their relationship so <laughs> yes accurate so you're giving in okay yeah look I got I to gotta engage with... It's a new season. I'm engaging with the show on its terms, as long as it doesn't give me another horse. <laughs> nope. No horse. No horse coming. Speaking of the devil, Memoru and... Uh, <laughs> and the Chibi speak of up. the devil. Speaking of the devil is a different <laughs> thing, and I like it, but... Um, Strange. Well, I mean, but, like I was speaking of the devil, and and then he appeared. Oh man, I right? took Isn't I that... took running with the devil out of the soundboard so, to make oh. room for the Sailor Moon stuff rats i mean good that's what the show is about but <laughs> speaking of the devil if you would like to hear uh, the uh the very good drops i have from uh running with the devil please do apocryphals it's this but for the bible also i think you've played it on the show before i think i probably have yeah so uh anyway mamoru and uh chibi show up and uh they're like this was a weird line they go why do you have a backpack <laughs> and i was like i don't know school like what <laughs> she has stuff, stuff and wants yeah. to carry it. yeah exactly <laughs> some dumb art supplies or something she wants to dress up as a as picasso again or whatever she does <laughs> it's a very inorganic way to announce <laughs> what she's going to announce <laughs> yeah she's gonna go back to the future <laughs> another thing you could have told me and i would have had it on the soundboard well, wow. wow. you know, okay. this show is really about the power of love. Oh, you've got to believe in the power of love. All right. Cut to a world where even time and light are frozen. Yay. Yeah. Uh, well, Nehalani is soaking in it. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, I saw this and I was like, oh, that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just please. Yes. Just send me to the, send me to the empty void. Where I can only exist as a consciousness. And you'll just float and look at yourself in the mirror all day long? Yeah, why not? All right. I mean, listen, uh, there is part of the scene where it seems like maybe she is happy with it. Because uh, she does say she it's the ideal place. She's pretty chill about it, actually. <laughs> yeah. 
She says it's the ideal place to preserve her eternal beauty, yeah. which is her whole deal. That's all she really yeah, wanted. That's what she wanted. The thing is, isn't this where she was trapped before and was very unhappy about it? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know either. It's hard to say. <laughs> there but are a lot of here's the different weird voids in this show. Yeah, that is It's accurate. tough to tell what's a multidimensional chaos world, what's a mirror dimension. In addition, in, in some ways, I feel like even though this episode aired a mere week after the, the end of the previous season... I feel like, oh, and that it features the exact same villain. I feel like it is still a departure from everything that that season was about, which is weird. Like it, it's like it's like they barely they barely remembered what last season was about, and that'll come up again in in a in a few minutes when her heart comes out. But anyway, she's floating through uh, nothing, thinking about how calm and relaxing it is, and how she can't wait to stay oh, there forever. Yes. And all of a sudden, a voice just starts talking to her and is like, hey. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, punk. It's time to be evil. Yep. Exact. And just says, yeah, I'll release you. Hey, what if I uh, take you out of this dumb place? And she's like, I'm sorry, what? And uh, reality, like, smashes around her and lets her out. Hmm, evil, you say? <laughs> I do like being evil. <laughs> the mysterious voice is just like. Hey, your enemies are living normal, happy lives. You, you're going to let them do that? And the is just like, no, I'm not. It's also now what my alarm clock it? says every morning. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. And I know it's not true, but it's hilarious. You don't know that, Jordan. You've I mean, technically, woken up I next to me. <laughs> I just <laughs> stayed asleep. No. So uh, they're all they're all back in the park watching Chibi get ready for her thing. Oh, by the way, Diana's leaving, too. And I know, Chris, you're probably going, who's that? It's another character you left out of your recap. Oh my god. <laughs> I I am so mad right now. Like I'm getting I'm starting to get like legitimately mad. You had ten seconds. Ten seconds. I worked very hard on it, Jordan. <laughs> Can't believe this. <laughs> So anyway, uh, see, so this is the part where I wrote yay, because Shibi uses going back. Oh, first of all, by the way, let's talk about her, like, incantation she has to do. Tear apart the <laughs> heavens and open wide for me the door of space and time. Oh, Kronos. Uh, I summon thee by thy true name, O omnipotent god of time. So anyway, uh, she does all her, her uh, she sacrifices a goat. Yeah. <laughs> and it opens a, a beam to the future and then she just kind of goes i summoned the beam it'll sit there for as long as i want so i'm just gonna sit here for like 10 minutes and <laughs> look at it yeah just get in the goddamn beam yeah. girl <laughs> get it get in the goddamn beam <laughs> potential episode title yes um, but yeah, this is when Helenia looks down at them and, and sees them and, uh, oh, breaks the entire show. <laughs> so this, this is, this is something we've been talking about since season one of this show, Chris. Okay. What comes up anytime any character looks at Sailor Moon and sees, you know, Sailor Moon having her long blonde hair with the Odongos in it. What, 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 what do we talk about? Uh, we talked about how Sailor Moon manages to maintain a secret identity. Yeah. How her father <laughs> can see her and at a dance and go, that's not my daughter, and things like that. Uh, and we always kind of went, well, it's magic. Like, 
she's got like a magic distortion field or something, or she looks different or except that now Nelenia looks at regular Usagi and regular chibi Usagi and just goes, Hey, I know them. Aww. Yeah. Well, she's outside of our dimension. So no, she's not. She's just up in space looking down at earth. Oh, okay. Well, whatever then. <laughs> I mean, yes, the show is broken, but that's why it's a new show, Jordan. <laughs> And yeah, this is the part where she's she's upset. She's like, no, I saw them jump off. Of, I saw them fall to the ground. And it's like, no, you saw them fall towards the ground. <laughs> she does, they she grew does wings. say that, which is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, what you didn't realize is they would grow wings and fly yeah. away and be okay. Um, I, I understand why she thought they would be dead, but uh, they're not. It's, she didn't see a body. It's just. <laughs> is that how you are in real life, Chris? <laughs> You're like, I demand to see the body. <laughs> yep. That, that was your mistake. You got to learn from learn from fiction. Yeah, I, I read a lot of superhero comics. I watch a lot of Sailor Moon. So I have learned. You don't see that body. They ain't really dead. Yep. Terrible. So, uh, yeah, so this mysterious voice is just goading the shit out of her. Wow, that, that must really suck for you. Oh, man. <laughs> like, you must be so mad, right? Oh, I'd be mad. That's It'd be a shame up. if something happened to them. <laughs> oh, poor you. Um, so it, it goads her and goads her and goads her until this thing happens where a black mirror pops out of her. And it's like, what if Amazon.com was bad? <laughs> was what? on Netflix. Thank you, Audrey. You got it. Oh, no. I, yeah. Sorry. Wow. I can't believe I missed Robots. That. <laughs> what do you think about that? My impression of uh, Black Mirror. You know, this is actually just her tablet. And then the Black Mirror is because it sees a reflection. Yeah. So um, that's when the show becomes one of my recurring nightmares. Wait, no, hold on. Because, again, this is where I was like, did you guys forget last season? <laughs> because last season was all about mirrors popping out of people. And it wasn't this. <laughs> <laughs> they specifically are like, that's your heart. And I'm like, wait, we did that, too. And they didn't look <laughs> like mirrors. <laughs> they were little crystals. That was two seasons ago. What are you doing? What are yeah. you doing here? So tell us about your nightmare, Chris. Yeah, Um. so that's when... Um. Uh, shards of glass start falling down from the sky. Yeah, because she and smashes the directly mirror. in people's eyes. Yes. So That's a, now this is a legend. This is from a legend. This is this from the Snow Queen. No, this right? is from me having nightmares. Because like, actually, fuck this. <laughs> well, don't worry. There's no evil queens in the sky smashing the mirror hearts and dropping them. I'm Are yes, you as sure? sure as I am that crystals don't have magic in them. <laughs> Which is mm. pretty sure. Mm. I feel like you think you know a lot of things, Jordan, that you don't actually know. I well, I know. I think that I I do know them. That's why I know you them. would not. You would have no way of knowing if there was an evil queen in in space right now. You know who you sound like right now, <laughs> Luna's boyfriend, the Red Butler. <laughs> no, the science guy who believed in the Moon Queen. Oh yeah, that dork. <laughs> You know, yeah, the human, human boyfriend. Yeah, her human boyfriend <laughs> that it. she made out with. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'll take the uh, the the cat who only wants to sleep. <laughs> but that's... Uh, no, you're thinking of Garfield. <laughs> Rhett Butler kicked ass oh. and was half demon. 
If oh, only I could uh, live that Garfield own. life. <laughs> no, no, but this is a thing. So I'm trying to find it. Uh, the 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 Snow Queen, right? Isn't that the one where? Or yeah, is it pr- the... Princess Kaguya's lover? No, 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 not that. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going back to the 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 glass in the eye. Isn't that? Um, or is it the Ice Queen? It's one of those two. Let me look at that. Let me look this up. Yeah, here here we go. It, it was uh, Hans Christian Andersen. It looks like, and one of them was about yeah. Um, th- there was a. A demon school where they carried a glass. What are you talking? That was that was also two seasons ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and so they wanted to fly with it up to heaven to see the angels. But the higher they flew, the more slippery the glass became, and they could scarcely hold it. And it slipped from their hands, fell to earth, and was broken into millions of pieces. Um, but now the looking glass caused more unhappiness than ever. For some of the fragments that were not so large as a grain of sand flew in around the world to every com- country. And they flew into a person's eye. It stuck there, unknown to them. And from that moment, he saw everything through a distorted medium and could only see the worst side of what he looked at. For even the smallest fragment contained the same power which had belonged to the whole mirror. Uh. I, I hate it. <laughs> this is like up there with my teeth are falling out for me. <laughs> That's the rest of the season. <laughs> the rest of the season is like, just, we've actually had that episode too. Right. I, right. I, I mean, I'd say that the Sailor Scouts are naked at school, but that probably happens. That's how this show works. <laughs> so, uh, one of these little, God, I can't, I hate saying it. One of these little pieces of glass goes straight into Mamoru's eye. <laughs> it's so small; it, it's barely oh. even noticeable. <laughs> oh my I hate gosh. it. And uh, that leads us into our act break. that's pretty fun yeah i don't know it's it it, weirdly that feels more dated okay the first one (laughs) okay anyway jordan you'll get used how are you i'm great audrey how are you amazing (laughs) i one up you at all points (laughs) that's fine uh we're here in the middle of the show and uh, this is when we like to talk about uh how people can help support the show That's your cue, Jordan. Oh, uh, I, usually you ask me how they can support the show. Well, here's how. That hasn't worked out so well for me in the past. Well, I, most of the time I do it. Only sometimes am I willfully obtuse. They can go to a website called patreon.com, add a slash sailor business or search for sailor business once they're there. And they will find a place where they can donate as little as a dollar a month and as much as $60,000 a month. <laughs> To our podcast, and at different levels of donation, or it's not donation, of, of patronage, they get different awards. Uh, first of all, just being uh, awesome people who we appreciate, but also getting behind-the-scenes clips, weird uh, things that get cut out of the episode. And then at the $15 level, we, you get a pin that we made. Now, we currently have two different pins, and I think that there's plans for a third, which will probably be Xena-based. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be very exciting. And uh, but but like I said, all the people who donate to our patronage, so to speak, uh, get thanked on the show. Like these people right here, Jordan. That's an excellent setup. But you got no new. But people. we have had no new Patreon supporters since our last episode. Man, I'm never working that hard again. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Well, I just want to, since we don't have any new supporters, I just want to thank everybody who has been supporting the show and continues to support the show. Uh, that's fantastic. 
just so y'all know, my wife's going back to grad school this fall. So uh your boy could use hey, it. Hey, you know what? I have a I have a question about for our patrons. If you are a patron, yeah. let me ask you something. So because right now we've been ho- I'll be honest, we've been hovering just below the threshold for musical business for a long time. And listen, I don't take that as an insult. Maybe I should, but I don't. Uh, but my question is this. Is there, uh, is there a, something you guys would rather have than that? Is there something that you would like us to make as a set as a goal for, for $1,000 a month because you think that would actually get you excited? What would it be? Let us know. Well, I mean, we're not going to guarantee we'll do it, but we'll consider all your suggestions because we want to make you yeah. guys happy. Those uh, goals have pretty much been the same for two and a half years mm-hmm. now. So I I would be totally up for restructuring them, maybe adding some some new ones, taking some away. I am going to leave the one up there where if we get $60,000 a month, we will stop doing the show. <laughs> I know, of course, obviously. Because that's the dream. Again, well, just put me in a Black Mirror. What's board, the other ridiculous please. one? Oh, yeah, 47. <laughs> if we get 47 thousand dollars a month we will post a new new content every day i still don't think that's enough but all right i mean look then then i'll take it what no that doesn't make any sense uh, whatever anyway yeah so let us know what kind of goals you you guys would be interested in us exploring and we will take a look at them and see what we can set up for you yeah absolutely uh jordan do you want to do anything else since we do not have anyone to thank at this time uh let me let me just go to twitter really quick because i did want to first of all i do want to say before we started recording i hadn't uh, looked at twitter yet and uh you made a, a reference to the people on the website uh on twitter i should say uh wanting the recap back and i like laughed at you and thought that could not have actually been true it's actually true. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I worked I worked really you're being so mean right now. Um no, there was a bunch of people that actually were excited for the recap to come back, so I'm glad that you did one. Does anybody else want a podcast co-host who is willing to put a lot of work in to stupid bits because I am apparently not appreciated on this one? Well, no, I'm really I'm really devoted to a stupid bit here, I, clearly. I mean, that's true. You've been here for five years. So. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. What do we got? Uh, here's an interesting one. Uh, some just some tidbits for you. Aqua Alex wanted to let us know that in regards to Boku no Boku no Math, there is an anime called Baka and Test where students do fight using math and tests. Well, that sounds delightful. So I think you should probably watch that. Why? Why do I have to watch it? Why can't you watch it? Because you you like cartoons. I have like 26 other podcasts. Oh, this sounds like 27. <laughs> Ugh. Math fighters. Let's see. Uh, Zane agrees with me. Luna is not a cat. She's an alien that happens to look similar to a cat. Her falling in love with an animal, Rhett Butler, is therefore infinitely weirder than her falling for an individual of another sapient species. Science boy. Audrey, any thoughts on that? (laughs) Where do you stand on the whole, uh, is it weird for Luna to have a human boyfriend debate? You know, what's even weirder is that it's like, she already has a future child with her presumed baby daddy artemis and now she just has like an interspecies side piece it feels (laughs) it just feels bad on all levels but that was the really saddest part because (laughs) like again usagi and mamo are already in love when they find out they have a child from the future luna finds out she has a child with artemis from the future and she's like 
Ugh. <laughs> right? It is, it is a doom for her. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it feels very much like a midlife crisis type of thing. Like, she's trying to escape her responsibility by, like, going after this one unattainable guy who's a, a space space dude, because that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks it'll keep her young, but it won't, and she's going to live a thousand years more than she already has. I don't know how moon cats work. I mean, and plus your favorite Sailor Moon is the one where she turns into a person on the regular. Right? Yeah. I do love Sailor Luna. <sighs> I'm scared. I'm very apprehensive about Sailor Luna. I'm worried that she's... Well, I don't want to say too much. I'm worried. Fear. I've said before. I'm worried she's like Chibi Yusa, but I well, let's. I'll, I won't. We won't. Go, we won't go into no, it. No, soothe those fears from your heart. Okay. No, thank <laughs> God. All right. Well, that that's all. That that's just a, a quick a quick uh, little dip. I do just want to reaffirm <laughs> that Luna is a cat, and it's really fucking <laughs> alien. She's an alien cat, an, a cat alien mm, cat. She's a yakety yak cat from outer space. Okay, so let me ask you this, Chris. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. So you, Chris, right, go uh-huh. out into space, a yakety yak person from outer space. Again, very rude, but okay. Because you talk, it's it's a fact. But that's why that's my point. You land on a like original Planet of the Apes style planet where humans <laughs> don't talk, and they're all. I don't even want to say primitive. They're they're not. They don't have a society like they are animals. And the actual dominant species who can talk to you and you communicate with on the regular are cats. You're saying you'd be like, well, I guess I'll just find one of these, <laughs> one of these unintelligent human animals and settle down with one of them. Uh, no, I probably just would not invite that story <laughs> to be told about me. No, story. This is your life, and I want you to choose. Well, I would also um, quickly become the king of that planet because I am 80 times bigger than a cat, so. <laughs> dude, dude, cats have claws. Yeah, and? And also, these cats are smart. They have cat guns. Yeah. Cat, cat guns. guns. Yes. You're saying, like, there's no reason to be afraid of Godzilla because we have human guns? <laughs> you are not Godzilla to cats. If, if we were talking about a planet of ants, maybe. But even then, like a million of them could swarm you. Or a billion Honestly, of them. Honestly, Jordan, this depends on which Godzilla you're talking about. Uh, what, current fat Godzilla? Is Godzilla fat now? That sounds great. <laughs> Wait, have you not heard about this? When the most recent Godzilla movie came out, and it's the same one as in the new one, everyone in Japan made fun of it because they were like, he's so fat. He's an American Godzilla. He's fat. Oh, this should not be body shaming yeah. Godzilla. He <laughs> did. It happened. This That's, is I'm uh, just reporting asking for trouble. Well, they weren't concerned about it. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Yeah, let's let's just go ahead and do that. Also, stop being mean about my recap. I worked very hard on it before. <laughs> All right, so memory has glass in his eye. So when we cut back to the show, we're in an aquarium. What's the first thing you thought? Uh, I thought, I know who hangs out in aquariums. <laughs> yep, me too. Or Aquaria, I suppose. <laughs> that is the first thing I thought, too. I, actually, I, my, I actually assumed they probably own this aquarium. Yeah. Where, where have they been? <laughs> I mean, according to the, the TV special, they've just been, like, going to hotels and hitting on maids. Yeah, yeah. They've been, uh, they've been hanging out. I, I mean, 
Now, I understand that we watched the specials and the two movies just now, and that's not when most viewers would have watched them. But even so, it's weird how completely disconnected this feels from those things. Yeah, like, well, I mean, yes, but but I don't think this is, like, out of... Like, the specials could have absolutely taken place between the last time we saw them and now. Uh, Except for apparently Haruka has found religion. Yes, let's talk about that. Giant Haruka has devoted her life to the Lord, apparently. Giant golden cross on her chest. I mean, I guess, but, but haven't we been told that, like, actually, if I remember correctly, I think people have told us that in Japan, they will wear Christian stuff as a fashion thing in the way that we would wear Japanese r- religion things that we know nothing about and be like, yeah, whatever. It looks cool. I mean, that, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. But it is like very prominent in the scene. So oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is worth noting. Huge golden cross. Uh, I also really like Michiru's dress in this sequence. She's, it's kind of like a, like a uh, heiress from Final Fantasy seven <laughs> sort of thing going on. I am not familiar. Well, I imagine people in 1997. Would have been. <laughs> oh, wow. So they're seeing. So you, well, yeah, one of the things you didn't mention about the glass falling from the sky—it looks like shooting stars. Like everyone can see it streaking across the sky, like hundreds and hundreds and thousands of lights streaking through the sky. So Neptune is like, "Uh, what's this?" And Uranus is like, "I don't know, something great. It's fine." <laughs> and then they just go away. But that's when everybody starts going, "Ow, my eye! Ow, ow, my eye!" <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Haruka's hand gets cut, and so Michiru sucks the glass out of the wound. Oh my god. Because she's a vampire. <laughs> so funny. These two are amazing. <laughs> it, it's, it's bananas. Now, they're supposed to be, they're high school students, right? That's what they'd have you believe. <laughs> I have my doubts. Yeah, Haruka's dressed like she like she just came in from the office she's like a youth pastor now you know <laughs> cool youth pastor she's hip with the kids so the shard of glass gets sucked out of the hand uh <laughs> they she re- she reveals it on the um the the she spits it out onto a uh, a handkerchief and reveals it yeah i can't help but um but read this as like a parallel to Usagi and Mamoru, because when Mamoru gets hit with the glass, he's just like, oh no, nothing's wrong. And Usagi's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's okay. But Haruka immediately is like, ow, I'm hurt. And Mishiru, like, without dropping a beat, just drops to her knees and sucks it out in the most, like, sensual way possible. So <laughs> I was like, yes. It's wild. Totally. Although, again, it's weird that in this case they were like, uh, hand. Because it would have been pretty fucking weird if she had sucked it out of her eye. I feel like... Oh my god. Haruka and Michiru are, like, so over the top. Like, there is... I, I feel like the... You could have gotten it with your fingers. You could <laughs> right. have, like, it out of there. But no. They gotta go the extra mile. These two are extra... At all times. Uh, so, sh- so anyway, the 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 shard of glass is revealed on the handkerchief, and Haruka smacks it out of her hands like get away from her! <laughs> and uh, for a second, I thought it was going to explode, uh, but in fact, it grows into a naked glass lady. Yay! A, a naked glass kind of sort of Nehellenia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's Nehellenia, but made out of glass and naked. Which which did make me immediately go wait. So 
is everybody who got glass in their eyes head about to explode? <laughs> uh, uh, but no is the answer. No. What a mystery epidemic. <laughs> yeah. so, glass ladies are exploding out of everyone's heads. So they all just start cropping up all over the place because these, these little glass bits landed everywhere, apparently. And this is very much like one of those uh, one of those uh, inverse law of ninjas sorts of things. Because like the more of these monsters are that are around, the easier we get to the point, like in the R movie, where they are just getting mowed down. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. Hang on. So all of these. So again, the ostensibly what we are to believe here is like whatever, however many there are, twelve of them, twelve little shards of glass landed on this rooftop that they're they're on, and turned into ladies. But we saw hundreds if not thousands of these things fall are we to believe that there are hundreds and thousands of glass ladies right now or are only these 12 activating right now i honestly do not know because i'll tell you i was i when i was watching the episode i kind of in the back of my mind thought yeah okay that's happening everywhere but (laughs) i don't think that's true and spoiler spoiler for the rest of this episode we're not going to see the other scouts anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of not, are we? They come back. <laughs> Sailor Moon, the title character, is not in this one. <laughs> no moon here. Just Usagi, and just for a little bit, but no Sailor Moon. Maybe like hundreds of Nehellenias like fell from the sky, but like instead of like attacking people, like these twelve are like we're here to fight, but the other ones like just decide to become productive members of society instead. statistically most of them would have landed in the ocean true true right but one of them landed in mamma's eye (laughs) so presumably some of them landed nearby yeah yeah that's true japan is an island so uh, nehelenia herself can psychically talk to people through these glass girls for some reason um and starts being like oh i sense I sense white moon energy. I'm going to I'm going to kill anybody who's got that that white moon energy. <laughs> They're all like I'm going to I'm going to kill anyone who's part of the white moon. And then Mishiru is just like I'm sensing a negative vibe from these people. She gets to be the counselor like, Troy of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. Captain. There you go, Chris. That was for you. <laughs> Captain, I'm sensing negative energy. I feel like your your Troy's getting better. Thank you. Because they announced they're going to murder you. Yeah, she's she's sensing negative energy from the monsters that have surrounded them and said out loud they were going to kill them. Yeah, so they they look like they're in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> and that's it. There's nothing they can do. Yeah, but you know you know who can do something. Who's that? Uh, Sailor Pluto. <laughs> what does she do? Dead scream. I will never nice. get tired. Of the fact that there is an attack named Dead Scream in this get in this uh this show, <laughs> it's like they're the continuum, and on one end is Pink Sugar Heart Attack, and on the other <laughs> end is Dead Scream. Now, this is the part where I think we need to talk about the specials and the and the movies. Okay, because we just watched the Super S movie. Now, again, mm-hmm. I understand the Super S movie did not take place the day before this but it took place sometime during supers i mean it would have been yeah. three months before this is when it that's came when out. it came out yeah, it came but, out it, but, Christmas. 
But even if you say it, it takes place a different time than it came out, it has to take place sometime between the last time we saw her in the show and now. So they shouldn't be this surprised to see her <laughs> because they were literally just hanging out with her in the Supers movie. Yeah. <laughs> they were like oh getting God. ice cream at one point or something like that. Yeah. He, I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on the fact that <laughs> Setsuna just murdered a bunch of monsters while also holding a baby. She's the ultimate multitasking mom. Yeah. She's on some, she's on some lone wolf and cub shit right now. Yeah. 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 Well, for, for the moment, uh, here's the thing. I, listen, C- Chris, you're going to be mad at me when I say this. I've never read Lone Wolf and Cub. Well, have you ever uh, seen the movie Shogun Assassin 2 Lightning Swords of Death? No. Okay, we should. But has the best title any movie has ever had. <laughs> but I am assuming that he had pretty good reasons to have a baby when he was fighting. Well, in that everyone else was dead, yes. <laughs> so that's a pretty good reason. Uh-huh. On the other hand, Pluto seems to have just been like, let me go get this baby and bring it to a fight. Yeah, if she just gets <laughs> a baby, then she shows up and there is a fight happening. Don't act like she, like, got the baby and picked a fight. <laughs> she could have just let whatever happened happen. No, but uh, that's, I'm joking. Uh, now, I don't know, man. I will say this with regards to the... Um, the the timing of the movie and the new season uh these yes. don't look like the new transformation sequences no i don't think they are yeah because i we got new transformation sequences for uranus and neptune like wholly new wholly new ones. really really beautiful ones too but I'm, I'm saying they weren't just like redone animation of the same thing it was different animation right yeah i i if memory serves i don't i feel like if we're both remembering it then i'm right but <laughs> i think that's true but no these are the old these are the old transformations um yeah, these are... but okay no i'm upset at pluto because she just puts the baby down and is like <laughs> i gotta go do some fighting baby you just lie here here don't move yeah don't, don't, I mean, don't like what do you it do with your baby when it's time to fight jordan well last time i was on a rooftop in a fight i did not leave the baby on the edge of the roof what are you gonna try and (laughs) like swing the baby at the bad guys what are you talking about well basically uh i've never gotten myself in a fight with a baby present really or without now that i think about it (laughs) i think the baby could probably take you oh you want me to fight with my baby in that sense you just said a baby was present you did not lists whether <laughs> whose side it was on uh, p- babies are innocent so they are you know they don't take sides and you like the punisher only pursue the guilty <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah yeah i'm so like yes. venom i protect the innocent oh you're a lethal um, protector <laughs> so bad news remember how these uh these uh these glass ladies grew from little tiny shards of glass uh-huh well guess what when you smash them they grow back from those shards of glass yes <laughs> Shockingly. So Uranus and Neptune transform. All three, uh, well, I guess all four of the outer Senshi are there. Uh, but three yeah. of them get into the fight. And we had some pretty fucking cool fight moves. It, it's the thing where it's a uh, a still picture that is like panned over three times in rapid succession. But like, uh, yeah, we get like. Here's the thing I like, and it's the thing I've said that I've always wanted from Sailor Moon. Just hit him. Just remember <laughs> how shocking it was when uh, was it Kunzite who like backhanded 
uh, Nephrite. Uh, oh, I forget. In his last episode. I, I don't remember which one it was, but there was, a, there was also, wasn't there a time when, when Jupiter just punched somebody too? And it was like, whoa. Yes. Yeah. And it's always so shocking. And it's like when there's a bunch of very disposable enemies, that's when we get like Michiru throwing a roundhouse kick and like dropping the people's elbow. Well, hang on. You got to talk about the the biggest moment in this still frame fight. Are you talking about when Setsuna knocks someone's face off? No, not even close. What are you talking about? Oh, um, Setsuna punches someone's face off. I'm talking about the part where Haruka smashes somebody's boobs off. <laughs> it's an excellent scene. It's a knee to the boobs at, that shatters her breasts. Absolutely stellar. <laughs> this is what we waited five seasons for. Four seasons. Yeah, this... Yep, you are right. The boy, it just cracks him, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. Uh, this is great, and this is like... <laughs> This is honestly a thing we're like, why have we been watching a show about the other girls? I like them. No. But they are not, like, kicking anyone to pieces. Okay, all right. Let's not get crazy. I have said a zillion times over that I want to watch the, the Uranus and Neptune spinoff, but I'm not saying instead. Obviously, Sailor Moon trumps. And I'll fight you for it. Okay, sure. Whatever, buddy. Thumb wrestle. You just said you'd never gotten in a fight. Let me just put this baby down. <laughs> so, uh, Harga... <laughs> falls off the or is shoved off the the roof and michiru has to go and grab her and is like you've been eating too many sweets and hard goes save those sweets comments save those sweet comments for when we're in bed yes which i i would love to know how they dubbed that one oh my gosh i didn't even think of that uh, i know the answer they didn't they they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> this has never been translated until just uh, like a, what two years ago, three years ago. Very recently. So they probably, I assume, in the Viz dub, just said that. Yeah. Ooh. Probably so. This might be the episode where like they were like Clover was like, should we renew for another season? They were like, we can't, we cannot. I think it, I think it had a little bit more to do with what they knew was coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh my god. So. Uh, <laughs> So, so as you said, Neptune is dangling Uranus uh, uh, from the edge of the building. Uh, Pluto has been captured, and they're they're holding her, and they're and they're 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 stopping her from doing anything. And one of the glass ladies grows giant claws and goes, "I'm gonna kill this baby." <laughs> you know, the one you left under a shrubbery at the edge of the balcony. Yeah. Thanks, Setsuna. Well, to be fair, it has white moon energy coming off of it (laughs) what can they do so it needs to die gotta get rid of that wme that white moon energy (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing this is this is uh sailor which one is it saturn who is secretly the most powerful scout and so the baby just annihilates everyone uh present really quickly just consumes all with her baby-like charm. Yeah, the baby explodes? Well, the baby gives off a burst of energy. Now, I don't yeah. think the baby explodes. I mean, the baby doesn't <laughs> explode, explode, but the baby explodes. Mm. So... The baby also upgrades the scout. They get, like, a power boost from her. Oh, and somehow Uranus is not hanging off the building again? <laughs> That's the power of 
White moon energy. <laughs> Plants you on your feet. So yeah, now they do their powers again. Oh, by the way, I assumed they're like, we got new powers. And I was thinking <laughs> new powers meant powers that were different from the old powers. That was uh, wrong. Incorrect. <laughs> They're the same powers, but they're better. Now they work. <laughs> also, the the baby exploded into a toddler. And here's my favorite part. And I do right. not, I was getting ready to be so mad at this show. The blanket did expand. <laughs> I was so worried. Oh, oh, you were gonna be mad if it didn't. Okay, 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 okay gotcha. Yes. Yes, yeah, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I this show is not above. You know what? It, it, uh, in order to properly swaddle the baby, you need a lot of blanket. Although, no, I'm looking at it now. That's way more bl- blanket than they had before. Never mind. <laughs> the blanket grew as well. <laughs> she used her Saturn powers to grow her blanket. And what does she yeah. say? She has a line. She says, change is coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, snap. I guess it always is. Can you think about it? Damn. And then we see another image of uh, Sailor Moon uh, with her wings in the wrong place. And then we see her getting attacked <laughs> by vines. Or they're they're vines, right? Yeah, those are vines. Yeah, she's getting, yeah. once again, crucified. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, she, and Saturn says, if this continues, the princess will be in danger. And they're like, yeah. what the fuck? And that's how the episode ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty justifiably, they're like, what the fuck? And that's that's it. That's the first episode of Stars. Yeah, man. It sure is. And now it's uh, the time of the show where we talk about what we've learned from this episode. It's time for Sailor Business Says. And Audrey, we will start with you. What did you learn? I personally learned that it is indeed possible to borrow a baby, but if she grows up... Then you can't return her, and you just have to keep her. Yeah, you, that that baby's no good anymore. You got to keep it. Yeah, you yeah, grow her, you, you buy her. The tags exactly, are off. exactly. <laughs> no receipt on that tween. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn? Oh, gee whiz! I mean, I unfortunately learned that you can get married in Japan at sixteen. <laughs> I learned uh, the proper ceremony for sending a, a child back to the future. Oh, by the way, we forgot to mention that she didn't go back to the future. Right. Right. Yeah. right. When the glass went in Mamo's eye, all of a sudden her future beam cut off. And that's when I was mad because I was like, it was fucking sitting there for 50 years. <laughs> anyway, so Chibi has to stay. Sorry. Anyway, what'd you learn, Chris? Uh, I learned that it's always good to have a friend take makeup tests with. Yeah. 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 Uh, I gotta say, strong start to stars. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it is. And, well, this was a weird episode. Because, again, Sailor Moon is not in it. Yeah. Like, it, it's very oh. weird to launch a new season. And, I mean what they are billing as a new series like it's obviously yeah. not it's obviously episode 167 of sailor moon but you know <laughs> first episode of a new season new theme song new this new that and it's very much like we don't see sailor moon there's no indication i guess there is kind of an indication because we get um hotaru's dreams that are clearly usagi but sure right. you see her there like there's no indication yeah 
that Usagi is anything other than a brand new high school student in this episode. I feel like I feel like if we did a Spider-Man number one comic and Spider-Man wasn't in it, people would be kind of pissed. Buddy, I have read number one comics where the character wasn't in it and I have been pissed. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's weird, but it was still good. That's the thing. Because, again, as we've said, Uranus and Neptune are great. And could have carried their own spinoff and should have carried their own spinoff and still could. It's not too late. Um, Make it happen. But yeah, so they're still great. So it carries it. And it's it's crazy to me how much more I liked this episode than the last however many episodes of last season, which have the same villain in them. Yeah. Well, but you know what it didn't have? It didn't have any of that villain's henchmen who were bad. No, you liked them. No. The quartet? Yeah, I wasn't super huge on the quartet. Oh, for some reason I thought you'd like that. They were, they were <laughs> fine. They could have been good. The trio were fucked from Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying, but they couldn't <sighs> pull it off. Yuck. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a good start. Very good start. Audrey, any final thoughts on uh, on this episode? Such a such a strong strong beginning. I'm I'm so happy to see Haruka and Mitru back after so long. <laughs> Same. They are yeah. very good. Yeah, I'm sure this episode was many Japanese teens like lesbian awakening because like that that's that's gorgeous. I mean, from from our experience, it seems like even in America where they were only cousins. <laughs> It was plenty of American people's yes. uh, as well. So, yeah, and it's very strong, very strong season opener, and especially like you know they commit to like the new music and everything. It's like you mm-hmm. know what we're rebranded. We are we're we're new now. Yeah, it, it is pretty a, sweet. It is a soft reboot. <laughs> yes, uh, but I am like we do. It's so weird that they. Like, I mean, spoiler warning going ahead, but, like, we're going to get some outfit changes that are, like, the <laughs> laziest way of yeah. rebooting this show. But, uh, but yes, that is the first episode of Stars. Oh, I'm excited. I am really looking forward to getting through this. I've heard it gets weird, so I hope it is weird in a way that I like. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, Audrey, before we get out of here, could you tell everyone where they can find you online, should you wish to be found? Yes, you can find me on the internet. I'm on Tumblr and Twitter as at SailorMoonSub. It's spelled the way it sounds. Oh, I'm also online as at Platypus and Plaid if you're not here for Sailor Moon stuff. That's on Twitter and Tumblr. Hopefully everyone yeah. here is here for Sailor Moon stuff. I hope so, Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know why you're torturing yourself like this. <laughs> yeah, they, what have these people been talking about for two hours? Uh, Jordan, where can uh, everybody find us? Uh, you can find our show at Sailor Business on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He does a ton of other podcasts, most of which he actually appears on. So you should check those out and see how cool he is he does appear once in a while on our show with a little uh, uh insert like this what if i just left him hanging there we go uh chris how about you uh people can find me uh by going to my website which is the-isb.com that is 
my old uh, blog that is now just a, a homepage that will direct you to things that I write around the internet uh, and comic books that I have written and other many, many other podcasts that I do. I'm literally starting a new one this weekend. Oh, really? Nice. Is it too early to say what it is? Yes, because we haven't actually recorded it yet. In the past four times we've <laughs> oh. tried to record it, it hasn't happened. Uh, okay. But we'll be doing a uh, like a pilot, so to speak, uh, oh. for a new Ooh, podcast because I don't have enough to do. No, why would you? <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be it for uh, Sailor Business episode one sixty seven. Thank you for joining us, uh, Audrey. Thank you for joining us, mm. and you will be back in our next episode as well, which should be very fun. Ooh, suspense. Because we are going to be watching a truly bizarre piece of <laughs> fiction, which is called Saturn Awakens, The Ten Sailor Guardians Unite. So until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.